Welcome to Gardening with Daddy Pete. Let's join our host, Melvin York. Well, good afternoon, everyone. This is Melvin York coming to you today here with Gardening with Daddy Pete. Uh, if you've been tuning into our podcast, you know, some of the things that we've been talking about over the last few months is uh, the different seed issues that we have, the different vegetable issues we have. We've been talking about GMOs. We've talked about Terminator seeds. We've actually talked about where they're actually lab growing meat now, which would be, and it's on the market. Uh, they are, have a fake milk out there and also a fake, what I like to call fake, or it's a laboratory made uh, infant milk that's on the market. Uh, some of your ice creams are already sporting the milk. Anyway, that gives you an idea of where we've been going. So I've been doing some research around and a friend of mine asked me, he said, have you seen anything about um, the USD asking uh, people to register their gardens? Well, it just so happens they are, and it's kind of a voluntary thing. And when you first look at anything that the government does, it doesn't look like it affects so many people. And it looks like everything's voluntary. Keep in mind that your federal tax, the IRS all was voluntary. So anyhow, in September 9th of 2022, uh, the U.S. Department of Agriculture, which is the USDA, is expanding its people's garden initiative. That's to include eligible gardens nationwide, school gardens, community gardens, urban farms, small-scale agriculture projects in the rural areas, suburban and urban areas can be recognized as people's gardens. Now, if you register uh, on the USDA website, meet the criteria, including benefiting the community, working uh, collaboratively, uh, incorporating conservation practices, educating the public, then you can be a an affiliate of that also. You just sign up on the USDA for that. Now, that all sounds well and good, but what they're doing is they're tracking food where it goes down into the neighborhood, who's doing it. And you say, well, you know, here we go again. You're halfway uh, conspiracy theorists. No, I'm not that. I've just watched things progress over the years and how they start and how they end up. Their idea says to be eligible, you have to benefit the community by providing food, green space, wildlife habitat, or education space. So either one of those, whether you're a home gardener, looks to me like that would qualify. You're a collaborative effort. Uh, this can include groups working together with the USDA agency, food banks, after-school programs, Girl Scouts, master gardeners, conservation districts, etc. In corporate conservation management practice, such as using native plant species, rain barrels, integrated pest management, etc. Uh, educate the public about sustainable gardening practices and importance of local, diverse, resilient food uh, systems, providing healthy food for the community. Those are just a few things. Now, uh, if you carry on just a little farther, uh, it was one thing, but we went on and did a little bit more research. And this got my attention. And the headlines read, only two states have passed right to guard all. In Michigan, she quickly learned that her gardening efforts intended to teach her kids about growing their own food had provoked the hour of the city. 
She was then cited with a civil misdemeanor for not planting grass shrubs or other suitable live material. Uh, it goes on to state, I was left thinking that uh, they took a pretty broad and unwarranted view. She wrote, um, when Oak Park officials threatened to prosecute the lady with more serious criminal misdemeanor, which would potentially come with a 93-day jail sentence. Why 93? I have no idea, but it says 93 days. She took her story to the public. Her experience is unfortunately not unique. City regulations, homeowner association guidelines, and other ordinances have often been invoked to force gardeners to remove their plants. The arguments put forth against gardening have been um, some of the different things baffling to most people uh, from a small greenhouse, a raised bed, gardens, a well-tended yard with vegetables growing in it, and so forth and so on. So these are the things we're looking at. Now, if you're listening to this on uh, the radio, uh, you do hear one of our state representatives there, too. Uh, he has a, a spot on the radio also, and uh, one of our state senators. I would highly recommend that here in North Carolina that we would start pushing for that law um, to be uh, become real. In other words, we need that law activated uh, as soon as possible. Now we've got two states have done it. Two states have done it. That means there's a need for it. If you're listening to me outside of North Carolina, like I know a lot of you are, get a hold to your state representatives. This needs to be done on the state level. So these are things that you do want to look at, um, and just. Look and see what's going on. If you're in a HOA, what are the rules there? Uh, if you're in certain parts of a city or a community or a subdivision, what are the parts of the laws there? These are the reasons that we don't need to go around with our eyes closed uh, any longer. Uh, you know, we've let... Uh, right now, the research is being done. They've already tried some. There's vegetables where you can actually grow your own vaccine. The vaccine will be in the vegetables. They're trying it and also with meat. So there's coming a time where actually you go to the grocery store, maybe where you want it or not. That's a very good possibility that uh, you may be giving a vaccine whether you want it or whether you don't. So these are things that worry me. and. Just regardless, even though how far-fetched this sounds, it really is happening. Now, I'm a firm believer that this is still America. I'm a firm believer that when you buy your property, it should be yours to do what you want to with. Come on, the monotony of everybody having three rose bushes, uh, two wisteria, and an oak tree. Let's get over this thing. Uh, we need to be teaching our kids here uh, in our school districts, and just thank God we are teaching our kids all about growing vegetables. We're teaching them about raised bed. We're teaching them about sustainable ag. These are things that needs to be done in our school system. One other thing that I think, and maybe it doesn't have anything to do with gardening, but again, when we're talking about raising up the next generation, our kids, our grandkids, our great-grandkids, somewhere along the line, our schools, instead of teaching a lot of things they are, should be teaching people how to budget, how to manage life's situation, 
how to buy a house, how to buy insurance, how to maintain a home. These are things that you do get in a lot of your uh, ag classes, a lot of your different uh, classes in school. Uh, as far as I know, maybe it still existed, but I haven't heard anyone speak of home mech in years. Home mech was great for boys. Uh, you know, there comes a time where, you know, uh, I wish I knew how to cook more than I know how to. I've kind of learned uh, by watching and remembering and going on. But it would have been great to know the basics of cooking without having to try to pick them up and make the mistakes myself. A lot of different things. But these are the things that we need to be talking about, but we need to start protecting the future for our children. And getting this into effect, a law in North Carolina says you have the right to grow your garden is a big thing. Now, two states have come forward. This was in 2022. And I don't know any more that's come uh, forth yet. But uh, the thing is, if not, we need to be the third state here in North Carolina, or you need to be the third or fourth or fifth. Get involved in protecting the future of your food. Now, do it for you, do it for your neighbor, do it for your children, do it for your grandchildren, do it for your great-grandchildren, do it for your great-great-grandchildren. These are things, our seeds now are different. You know, we do encourage you here on uh, Gardening with Daddy Pete that you do save and take care of your heirloom seeds. Uh, share those with some of your friends. Uh, make sure that you do keep those up and running because they're is a time where seeds may not even produce after the next one. We found that out with the Terminator gene. It's been uh, actually not bred into it, but actually has had the whole molecular structure change for that. It's a GMO. It's been a genetically modified organism, but they're calling it now um, a different word. But these are things that you do want to totally keep up to date on and here that's what we try to do yes we do give you gardening tips that's what we want to do we want you to grow the best garden you can we don't like to see people not become successful if you've ever been on our web page at daddypeach.com you can see that our slogan our motto our belief is we help people grow and by doing these podcasts that's exactly what we're doing we're trying to help people grow so if you get a chance, go to our website, which is daddypeach.com. As I mentioned, you can look at our different products, find out how long we've been around. We've been around since 1907. So we know a little something about conservation. We know a little something about agriculture. You know, we want to share that with you. Look at our different products. We have products out for anything that you're going to do, uh, whether it's landscaping, whether it's gardening, whether you're growing in pots whether you're growing in greenhouses, whether you're mulching. Uh, we have a product or two that will work for each and every one of your projects that you've got coming up. So take just a minute and do that. Also, you can listen to these podcasts. We have a archive there. Make sure that you click on those. There's a place to ask a question or leave a comment. We love to hear from you. We get them every day. And uh, that's what keeps us going on our topics here because we want to make sure that what we're putting out is interesting, helpful, and educational. Uh, another thing we do is we have a monthly garden tip 
uh, email that goes out to sign up for that. We don't share your email with anyone. We don't sell your email address. The only thing you're going to get out of that is our monthly garden tips. And well, for some of you, uh, there's always some really good recipes in there, too. Some of them is the old Southern recipe. Some of them is more the newer ones. But good mixture of both on there, that's on there, too. So with saying all of that, we need most definitely to make sure that our gardens are safe for us, for our children, for our future to come. Again, if you would like to join this uh, People's Garden Initiative, that's fine. I do encourage you to go through and read as much as you can about it beforehand. I know that it's being pushed around. Uh, you know, they're using the pretense that it was named for the People's Department, former President Abraham Lincoln's nickname for the USDA, which was established in his presidency in 1862. But I don't think that's exactly what Abe had in mind on what he formed this department. His idea was to make sure that people had plenty of good, healthy, safe food to eat. And I'm sure that that most definitely was on his list, the top of his list of nothing else. So anyway, check it out. You can do it on the USDA site. And I do thank you for listening. Well, we're going to get off of here. And you've been listening to Gardening with Daddy Pete. And I'm Melbourne York, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining today's Gardening with Daddy Pete. You can check out our website at daddypeets.com for additional gardening tips and our podcast at gardeningwithdaddypete.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.